Have you ever looked back at your tax return or when you're doing your taxes and you're like, I've made all this money last year. Why am I in so much debt? Why have I not made any progress on my financial goals? Why can't I save any money? Or maybe you've looked at your pay stub and you're like, where did it all go? Today, we are going to discuss the cost of waiting because as you know, there is of course a financial cost to putting off your financial goals. So not paying off debt, not saving. The financial cost is obvious, but what a lot of people don't think about and nobody really discusses is the mental cost of waiting. So we are going to discuss that in today's budget strategy session with Brianna. And before we dive into that, I really want to dive into this idea of the cost of waiting, because if you keep putting off taking action on your financial goals and just wishing for it to happen someday, that day is never going to come. You are going to stay in this cycle of year after year wondering where the heck all your money went, why you can't seem to save for the things that you really want to do, why you can't seem to pay in cash for that vacation, or you're not able to buy that house that you want with for your family. And you know, that mental cost of stress. Now, Brianna has been a Money Success Club member for several months now. And in that time, I believe she joined me in February. She does mention it in the interview. I believe it was February. And the recording was in October. So in that time, in eight months, she has paid off over $8,000 in debt because she finally quit waiting and it just and finally got to work on her financial goals and she's been able to maintain that momentum. Now, as we discuss in her strategy session, she recently was in a car wreck and she didn't know if the car was totaled or if it was fixable, if she needed to pause and save for a new car cuz she didn't want to lose that momentum of paying off her debt. Now, she did give me an update, which I'll give you at the end of this episode. Uh, the following day, she took my advice, she took action, and she followed up to see um, if her car was fixable or not. And I'll give you that update at the end. You want to listen for that. But what I really want you to focus on in this episode is the different place she is not only financially had this happened a year prior, if she had just kept on pushing it off and just, you know, procrastinating, you know, thinking about it and, oh, I'll start in January. I'll do it next year. If she hadn't had taken action, the different place she would be in now with this car wreck financially, but mentally, she is in such a better place mentally with not being totally freaked out, not being completely stressed on how she was going to pay for it all because it was uh, her fault <laughs> and she has a deductible. And so if you're not prepared financially, oh man, that just adds to the mental burden as well, right? And so she, we really discussed in this episode how it would be so different for her mentally had this wreck happened a year before when she wasn't paying off debt and she wasn't in control of her finances. And so I want you to really take that from this episode. So if you are ready to start taking action, uh, this week we are 
I am hosting a free masterclass on the five mistakes you're making with your money and how to fix them. Uh, It is Thursday at 8 p.m., but you do have to register. So go to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash class. Now, if you're watching this afterwards, uh, you know, there will be a short limited time replay, but if you're, you know, listening to it in the future, I am sorry, it's not available right at this time, but I will be doing it again in the future, I am sure. But I really want you to uh, focus on the cost of waiting and how much progress Brianna has made in just a short amount of time because mentally she was ready to do it. And she just finally, it just finally clicked for her, as she says. And she just really was able to take control of her finances and get on track. And I will let you know that you know, her and her husband don't make a ton of money, but they're hustling. Like they are working two, I think two jobs and three jobs, and they are making this progress so that they can have a family. And, you know, they are just really focused on their end goal. And if they just kept pushing it off and pushing it off and not taking control of their finances, this wreck could have really put them in an even worse position, put off, you know, fertility treatments or whatever they have to do to start their family further and further into the future. And so I want you to think about what it is costing you to not take action, not just financially, because obviously we know that you're paying more in interest, you're paying for longer periods of time, but not focusing on paying off your debt is really costing you mentally because you're stressing. You're laying awake at night, stressing about how to pay for it all. You are stressing about all the things like, what if this happens? And what am I going to do about this? And all the things that we can, what if, and think about in the future for our kids, all of that stress, it comes from not knowing and not being focused on what you need to do to get rid of that stress. And that is where she was not even a year ago. And she has taken action. And now, yes, this wreck is a major inconvenience for her, but it's not letting, it's not making her spiral out of control financially or mentally. And how freaking awesome is that? So I hope you come join us in the masterclass. Again, it's budgetsmadeeasy.com slash class. Now here is Brianna's episode. Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll find a judgment-free zone to help you free yourself from overthinking and the fear of doing things the wrong way. It's time to shed yourself of the mom guilt, procrastination, and perfectionism so you can start doing the things that you really want to do with your money instead of just working to pay bills. I'm Ashley Patrick, ex-detective turned debt-free CEO of my very own business and stay-at-home mom of three. Not too long ago, my dreams of staying at home with my kids seemed impossible. I thought I'd have to stay miserable in a high stress and demanding job just so I could retire someday. After gaining the confidence in my own ability to manage my family's finances and a simple step-by-step plan to make it happen, I was able to pay off $45,000 in just 17 months, which then allowed me to finally quit my job, stay at home with my kids, and build a debt-free business. Now my mission is to help moms like you conquer debt and free themselves from the mental load of handling their family's finances. If you're ready to shed the guilt and shame surrounding your past money mistakes and tackle 
tackle your debt, this is the place for you. Let's get started. Hi, Brianna. Thank you so much for coming on another budget strategy session with us today. Before we dive in, can you just introduce yourself and uh, what you're comfortable sharing about your financial journey? Um, I'm Brianna. I've been in your Money Success Club since March, and I was just a fly on the wall watching everybody else, paying the minimums on everything. Still had no idea what I was doing. Um, I followed a bunch of other financial you know, advisors and stuff. And I didn't connect with them and I connected more with you. So I started paying off, I want to say in July of this year, I started paying off more, got my budget together, realized how much I was spending on out to eat. <laughs> and that was eye opening. So I started paying extra on everything. And I took your debt payoff course in February. So since February till about September, the end of September, I've paid off like eight grand. Yay, that's so exciting. That's so awesome. And it was like, it didn't seem like it was that much until I like ran the numbers again. And I was like, oh my Lanta, I can do this. <laughs> yes, because we feel like, and you're not the first person to tell me this, and I've felt this too. It's like, as you're going, you don't feel like you've made that much progress. And so that's why I love exactly. the trackers. And that helped me as well, because it's like, you know, when you have a bad day or a bad week, you get discouraged. You feel like you're not making any progress. But then when you go back and actually do the math, you're like, oh, I have made a lot of progress, like way more than I thought. So I love that you shared that um, and you've been sharing it. So thank you. That's just, it helps inspire other people to do it as well. And so I'm just so incredibly proud of you. And I know you're making a lot of progress. So um, what do you feel like you might need some help with today? Um, because you are making so much progress. What can we help you with? What can we create some action steps for? Um, I think like right now, since I was in an accident last week, so now I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like I have to save my money now and not pay anything off um, for possibly a down payment for a new vehicle, which that could have been paying off my other vehicle. Yeah. Because I pretty much owe that is what we have. So now I just feel like I, I feel like I can't keep going because I had, don't know my situation gotcha. with my current vehicle. Yes. And so, so I'm just kind of like stuck. Yeah. I totally understand that. And since it is recent, I'm assuming, well, you tell me, have you found out from the insurance company, like how much money you're going to get for your car? Is it totaled? I don't know yet. They're okay. still okay. So looking at it. Yeah, so you're still like you're so, kind of in limbo right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's frustrating, especially when you've been making so much progress and you want to keep that momentum going, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, now, have you looked up maybe like the blue book value of your car to see maybe if they do total it, how much it might be worth and how much do you like versus how much you owe on it? Would did it be kind of like a break even or would you maybe get a little extra or what do you think? Or have you even done that yet? Um, I actually just looked because my coworker told me to look at it today. Um, we would actually be getting just about 3000 less than what we owe on it still. Ooh. Because okay. we owe, 
We owe around 20000 and the blue book value is about 17000 now, what about um, your injuries? Of course, I'm not a lawyer, um, but I do know that um, insurance companies do pay for certain injuries, but not maybe not a lot because I mean I don't think you were like severely injured, but you do have some injuries uh, or bruising at least. So, um, do you have have you talked to anybody about that and possible compensation for that? Yes, I talked to my. Uh car insurance the next day because I took the following day off of work and they said they asked if I was injured if I was going to get looked at I said I already got looked at they're like okay well we'll follow up with that because we will pay your medical bills too right so that was just a big relief off of me okay um something else that I have that I know of at least in my state and it could be different in yours um from my own experience what I have seen is the kind of the standard of course you you know, you may need to talk to a lawyer. This is just general speaking of what I have uh, seen myself is that if you do have like medical bills, um, they typically you can get up to like um, the same amount for pain and suffering. So let's say your doctor bills are 600, then you would get, they would pay the 600 to the doctor bill and give you 600. So each state could be different. Um, that's just what right. I've seen here. So it's something to just keep in mind because a lot of people don't realize that and they may just take whatever the insurance company will give them. So it is possible that, you know, since you do have, you know, some minor injuries and you say you weren't like really, you know, severely injured, but you know, minor injuries, some bruising and stuff that, and if you did get checked out by the doctor, um, it's possible that you could ask for a little more and maybe kind of close that gap a little bit, but that's still frustrating when you're wanting to pay it off. Now, was it, um, will you have to pay your deductible or is it whoever you had? Um, if it's, if my vehicle is fixable, I'll have to pay my deductible, okay. which we already have that money set aside. Awesome. So it's just a matter of, is it totaled or is it fixable? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. So that's kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> okay. Well, these things do take time. And are you, are they covering a rental car or do you have, um, do you have a rent or even need one or you good on that? Um, my policy doesn't cover rental cars. Okay. So I didn't know that until she said, oh, no, you don't have one. I'm like, okay, cool. Luckily, we still have one other vehicle, but me and my husband, between the two of us, we have three jobs. So luckily his full-time job is across the street so he can walk and I can drive to work, but it's, I have to leave work so he can go to a second job, oh, yeah, which yeah. is by my job. <laughs> yeah. So you really are kind of in this season, <laughs> hopefully a temporary yeah. season. You know, we talk about seasons a lot. Um, exactly. Okay. But my general recommendation would be to wait and see. I know that's mm -hmm. like, it's just like, oh, I don't, you know, you want to keep making progress, but it's still yep. new. Mm -hmm. You don't, these things could take a lot of time, unfortunately. Um, but since you weren't majorly, it, like it, when there's a lot of injuries, it takes longer because you have to settle all of that stuff. So I'm hoping that yours will go a little bit faster. Um, did they give you any kind of an idea on a timeline of when you might be able to figure out the car, like 
what you're going nope. to do with it. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. It was towed last Wednesday and I went to the body shop here in Indiana last Thursday. And so I have state farm for insurance. So I looked at the app and it says date of loss with my accident date. So I'm just kind of planning on looking for another vehicle because that's what I'm assuming is it's totaled. Um, personally, I would probably call the body shop and just ask them, um, you know, okay. maybe unofficially, like what they're, if they have any idea if they, if it's like for sure totaled, like, or if, you know, if it's fixable, because if you owe about 20,000 on it, that's a lot of damage that it would have to have in order to total it. Um, and so they, depending on the, I mean, if it, like, how badly was it damaged? Like, how bad was the wreck? <laughs> I took out a cross walking sign pole. Like I took the whole thing out. So it was pretty bad. My passenger tire bent all the way in. Okay. Um, from the one picture I got, it looks like I bent the frame. So, and this was my first accident too. Oh man. Um, okay. Yeah, if the frame's bent, a lot of times it will be totaled, but if it's not, it could still be fixed. It just depends on if they want to fix it because based on, you know, what you, what the, the value of the car versus fixing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say it because I know you don't want to lose momentum, but yeah, I would just keep saving. And then if you don't need that money, then you can knock out some debt really fast, right? Um, because it is still so new. It's only been a week. So it's yeah. like are just in limbo. I know that's probably not what you want to hear, but. Yeah, it pretty much is. It's like, I just want to know, it's like, can you fix it? Can you not fix it? Right. So I can go out and buy another car yes, or, but like our body, <laughs> yeah, our body shops around here are three, four months out. So it's like, can I wait three or four months, you know, for this? Or can we just total it out and I can buy a new one? Ooh. Yeah. Or so that's a car, debate like between. Rental cars, like, have you checked to see how much that would cost for a month or for longer term? I haven't. Yeah, because, I mean, still, if it's, dang, three, four months. Yeah. Do you know anybody that has an extra car that you could borrow? No. Nope. Nope. Oh, man. Um, well, you know, if you want to, <laughs> you could definitely start looking on like Facebook marketplace for yeah. you know, even just four or $5,000 cars, which may not be ideal and what you want right now, but mm -hmm. you know, it might even be something that the problem with getting a cheaper car is if you need to get a loan for it, you can't a lot of times if it's over like five years or a hundred thousand miles. So it does get mm -hmm. a little bit trickier the older the car is. But, um, you know, if you start looking, you at least have an idea or if you right. kind of check out the interest rates, see, um, you know, if you have a credit union, what their interest rates are, because credit unions give you sometimes they'll be a little bit more flexible if you're able to, um, if you have a credit union account or are eligible for one. Um, and their interest rates are usually a little bit cheaper and they're a little bit more flexible than like your major banks. So yeah, both of our loans for both cars right now are through two different credit unions and the highest interest rate for one of them is 3%. Oh, 
yeah, that's like, yeah, that's low. <laughs> so unfortunately, the interest rates have went up, and the more miles a car has, the higher the interest rate, which I did not know mm -hmm. until recently, did not know that. I didn't realize the mileage and stuff played into the interest rate, but apparently it does. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just learned that recently. Um, so that's kind of what I would do if I were you. I would wait. Now, if you have something... Like if you want to just to maintain your momentum and kind of still feel like you're making progress, even if you send just like $20 or $50 to your debt and then put the rest in savings for now, just to like feel okay, like you're yeah. still doing something, you know, like, and you're not totally in limbo, but yeah, this sounds like it's going to be at least a couple or possibly a couple month ordeal. It sounds like if they total, it'd be a lot easier but then it'd be a lot it faster yeah be faster <laughs> and it might end up if a, you know you had to get a rental car or you know just some uh, some cheap car that so you can drive around for a couple months while the other one's fixed it's like well it'd probably be a wash so mm -hmm. oh that's a tough situation um i would keep on the insurance agent because i know they can kind of okay. start putting you off and not you know oh, responding okay. back quickly um, I know people that have experienced that as well. Um, and then call the body shop because maybe they will unofficially tell you. And if they won't tell you, maybe just go over there and check out your car <laughs> and say, hey, I, and I was like, is it, do you think it's fixable or do you think it's totaled? Like, you know, say you have to get something out of it or something um, <laughs> and just kind of ask if they have an opinion. And, okay, well, how long do you think that will take? Like, because it's your car. They can talk to you. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? So I would kind of maybe do that tomorrow and you could get a, maybe a little bit clearer idea of what you're looking at if they're going to be, if they think that they can fix it or if it will be totaled. And then um, if it's fixable, then – and then we got to come up with a game plan for possible mm -hmm. long, you know, three month, what you're going to do um, with the second car or with needing another car. Um, if you need to do, um, I mean, Ubers can be expensive and I don't even know if they, ha if they, if you have that where you live, um, if your husband could get an Uber one way, like to a second job, so you don't have to leave work or if your job's okay with you leaving to take him to work, you know, kind of figure out your options there. If it's going to be, you know, three, four months to get your car back and you might need to think about that and put your debt payoff on hold. I know that's not what we want to do. But I know. I know. <laughs> things come up but you know at least you are managing your finances in such a way that you have less debt than you did six yes. months ago and you're yes. able to handle this better financially and mentally both i mean that both is important compared to like if this happened a year ago you know how would you be handling it would you be like totally freaked out not know what to do you know, you're able to, because you've been doing the work, you're able to handle this so much better, even though it's a huge inconvenience and it could end up costing you some money, you know, maybe a couple of thousand dollars. I don't know, maybe nothing. I mean, I hope nothing, but maybe it'll be kind of like a wash. We'll see. Um, but, you know, just think about the progress you have made. And if this would have happened a year ago, how much of a different situation it would be, even though it's yeah, frustrating. <laughs> Super frustrating. That's what I was telling my husband since 
we only owe so much on our one car. Like I only owe $400 and it's paid off. And I'm like a year ago, we would have been, I'm like, we're in a better financial situation now that we could afford, you know, a $400 payment. Not that I want one that high, but we can afford it. Right. You know, it's not like I'm scrounging for pennies here and there. And, you know, I just paid off one of my credit cards, which was like 700. So I'm like, I'm in a better situation than I am than I was a year ago. (laughs) Yes. And so, you know, if you can just go ahead and decide to knock out that car payment, you know, whatever that car payment is, you can roll it into a a new one, even though that's not really like what you want to do, but at least you have that flexibility, I guess is the word. I'm you know, you're you're a little bit more flexible, like you said, and, um, Oh, how frustrating. I'm sorry. I know we're recording this while it's still so fresh. So it's like harder to give you some options with it because like you don't know a lot yet. And exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, I probably wait another week. Um, well to like make any major decisions. Like if you need to save, um, you know, okay. Yeah. Shop, um, try and see uh, what they will tell you, which they should, I mean, it's your car, so they shouldn't like not tell you anything, but see if they've looked at it. Yeah. Yet. That's what I'm thinking. They haven't even looked at it. Um, so kind of get their opinion and then you might be able to make a better decision, uh, in the next couple days or get a clearer idea of what you might be looking for or looking at, um, financially. And then kind of go from there and then keep on the insurance agent um, just to, that way they don't keep putting you off. And um, do you have Uber or Lyft where you work or where you live? We do. Um, from my apartment to my job, it's like $25 one way. Well, I'm thinking your husband it's to expensive. a second job. Because that's kind of like more of the issue, yeah. right? Because he can walk to his main job and then you can take the car. But if, right, right. if he's having to go to the second job, um, if it's worth or if you need to do that, you know, you kind of factor that in as well. Like if it's $25 a day, you know, how many days does he work in a week? And, you know, how much is he even making at that second job? If it's worth it right now, if you only have one car, you know, trying decide like is it worth it or just keep taking it day by day and having to like run around with different cars and things yeah that's what we discussed too we're like do i because he can take our local bus and it's only like two dollars oh nice so so we were like do you want to do that or because my grand my grandfather is retired so he likes to drive you know do things <laughs> he wants to so, like, so he can you help know, like i'm sure that would make him yeah he really can help helpful. yeah you know he needs something to yeah. do and like make him feel like he has a purpose right now so that that might be your best option then or the bus because that's really pretty cheap. yeah I've, that's better than you worrying about having to leave work getting in trouble with work or anything like that i don't know if they're flexible mm-hmm. or what but if it's only $2 for the bus or if your grandpa would be willing to do it, then that's that's what I would probably do. I'd, I'd hit up the grandpa and <laughs> hit up your grandpa. Yeah, and it makes sense, too, because, like, yeah, because we pick up my cousin from high school, which is over by where we live. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense because he'll pick him up, take him home, pick up my husband, and then 
my grandfather lives like four minutes from my husband's second job. So oh, there you go. Yeah, you're gonna be all right. <laughs> you're be all right. Okay. So then we just gotta figure out the main car situation. Sounds like um, you know, you do have options yep. for you do have options if it does yes. take three or four months. Okay. So hopefully that won't cost you a ton of extra money then, at least if they fix it. And so really you just gotta figure out if they're totaling it or they're gonna fix it. Um but I would, mm -hmm. I would take one of those options or, you know, if he, if your grandpa can't pick him up one day, he could ride the bus, like $2 that like, that's not mm -hmm. that much. That's better than an Uber. <laughs> that's definitely better than an Uber yeah. because I was like, yeah. Cause the Ubers are like 20, $25. It's like, no matter, and, you know, sometimes there's none available depending on, you know, where you live or at least where I live, they're not always available. So you go somewhere, you take one somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, you have some drinks and then you can't get home. <laughs> but we do have regular uh -huh. taxis too so it's like you know sometimes <laughs> those are cheaper i've done that before we went to a concert in uh asheville and we took an uber there but then leaving or we went somewhere after the concert and there weren't any ubers or they were like really really expensive like 50 bucks i'm like i'm paying 50 bucks we just called a regular taxi it was like 20 bucks <laughs> so i think sometimes we forget that there's like regular taxis too but you have the bus option and you have grandpa so i think you're good on that we just got to figure out the um what to do if they're going to total it or not and you're just in limbo so you know I would just wait at least another week. And then after a week, if you still don't know anything, you could send some to debt if it makes you feel better. And okay. then save, but try yes. and focus <laughs> on saving. But I'm not going to fault you if you want to send a little bit of money to debt so you feel like you're still making some progress. So I can I can see where you want to keep kind of keep the momentum going. So Yes, definitely. Well, do you have any, Definitely been a week. any other questions? I feel like we didn't really come to a conclusion because we don't have all the information yet. But do you have any <laughs> other questions for me before we wrap up? Um, no, not really. Just put money aside for car maintenance, things like this, because I never thought I would be in an accident. And here we are. Yeah, especially when you know, you definitely like make sure you so have car insurance focused. and you understand. Yes. And so mm -hmm. this is a good reminder mm -hmm. to check your car insurance for rental car. Cause now that you said that, I don't know if mine covers a rental car. I actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. So, you know, yeah, they said if reminder. we wanted to, if mm -hmm. they said if we wanted to rent our car, rent a car out of our pocket, my policy still covers like whatever it covers. Like they don't pay for the rental car. I would have to, but like the insurance part covers the rental car too. So you would just have to wait to be reimbursed. I have no, I don't. Or it's just like out I of have the no total idea. for the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's confusing. I don't know. See, like this is all so new to me, and I'm like, so I told them, I was like, this is my first accident. Can you please explain this? Like, I don't understand. And she was just like, oh, you need to do this and that. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, well, we have to call claims because you have to go through claims for the accident, not us. Ugh. I'm like, okay. Well, why am I paying you all this money? You get this commission every month out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so, well, you're still kind of at a standstill, but 
you've got some things to think yeah. about and to look into in the next week or so. Let us know. Update me. Um, I'm sure you will. Let me know kind of what's going on with it and um, kind of I'm curious to see how it all pans out. But you have some options. You're in a much better position financially. And I hope that people really take yes, that from this definitely. episode that you have paid off so much debt and this is a setback and it's a roadblock and it's just like throwing you off. Right. But imagine what it could be like if you hadn't started this journey mm -hmm. and started paying off debt and you know, the situation that you would be in. So I know maybe not everybody can relate to the accident part, but you can relate to that. Like take action, stop waiting, pay off your debt because you never know what life is going to throw at yes. you and you will be in such exactly. a better position yes. mentally and financially because I can only imagine how stressed you would be if this happened a year ago. I know I would be, you know, just the the mental stress of it all too, which I know you're stressed, but, <laughs> you know, just the difference, the, the difference that it makes now that you have paid yes. off Yes, so. well, thank yes. Well, Just sharing. like we got our car last year. <laughs> oh, you did? So yeah. we got our car last year. Yeah. So looking at from there when we got it to now, and I'm like, yeah, we're definitely so much better. And we need to save for things like this. Yeah. I mean, it's a good reminder to make sure you have your deductible saved. It is. Make sure you're covered the way you want to be covered with your insurance. And your deductible yes. is something you can afford. <laughs> because some people have a really high deductible thinking they won't ever need it. But you might. You never know. And so it needs to be something you can afford mm -hmm. um, or save for or have the money in savings. So, well, thank you for sharing. Uh, let yes. me know an update when you know something, because I know we kind of don't know a whole lot right yes, now. Yes, I definitely will. <laughs> you're doing awesome. I'm I like, I am so incredibly proud of you and all the progress that you have made this year. Like, you're awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I am so incredibly proud of Brianna. Now, the next day after we recorded this, she took my advice. She checked with the uh, car, the um, body shop, and her car is fixable. So you know what she did? She didn't want to lose the momentum that she had been um, working with, with paying off her debt, and she paid off her Costco card. Oh my gosh, I'm so freaking proud of her and the progress that she has made. Now, you can sign up for your own budget strategy session at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy. If you'd like to come on the podcast and get, um, you know, some ideas and action steps directly from me as well. So I hope to see you soon. Have a great week.